Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. a marketing so he's he's written a couple books 100 million dollar leads and 100 million dollar offers and it sounds super cheesy it sounds like scammy right yeah but the cool thing is like he gives away all this content for free um and so yeah that's been really helpful for me to help you know just understand a bit more about you know creating solid offers that like people really want to opt into and buy and um just marketing and general content creation and how much you have to pump out, but how how, yeah. how much it pays off in the long run. It's like, he's been talking a lot about, um, you know, I highly recommend follow him on Twitter or something like Alex Hormozzi, or it's probably just at Alex Hormozzi. I don't know. But um, he just always talks about, you know, the, the Valley of despair, right? Whenever like the going gets tough <laughs> and like, yeah. that's, that's what, so many people go through, whether it's on a personal level or like a startup level, business level, whatever. And a lot of times what happens is once somebody, once it starts getting really tough, like that's whenever a lot of people quit, but it's not like they just quit and just give up on And but it's more like they might make some radical pivot that perhaps is premature to the mm. point where if they just kept going and, and, you know, stayed on the same course, perhaps, you know, it Ooh. would have worked out in the end, but sometimes Gosh. we all get so distracted. Such a good advice right there. Yeah. So what do you not, define radical pivot? Just so. Um, like radical pivot being like, oh, this is just not working. I don't think this is going to work at all. Like, let's just do something like totally different. Right. Or like totally off the wall, different as opposed to, you know, like basically giving up on the dream and just, you know, there, you've heard of many startups that have, that have had successes and stuff like this though too, right? right it's like yeah, they have like, this and their idea that they end like up going- Like Slack, right? It looks like, yeah. like the major one yeah, that I think like of. Yeah, it's like totally different. Yeah. So there's success in this too, yeah. but I think what he's saying is oftentimes as startups, as, you know, individuals, businesses, whatever, there comes a point in time whenever you're going through some shit where like, shit, like this just does not seem working or it is working, but it's like really slow and like, what do we do? And blah, blah, blah. And like, sometimes that's whenever- you know, you just have to like turn it up, <laughs> like work harder or, or sometimes you have a really successful thriving business, but like you've reached a plateau. And Ooh. sometimes, so his whole thing too is like, it's not just like do the thing that works really well and just fucking push that to the max. 
instead of like coasting along as opposed to looking for all these other opportunities and all these other shiny things to like gotcha, add yeah. on to your business. Be like, well, if there's something that works well, he, he has like, I guess his sales pitch is something called acquisition.com. I'm like marketing for him, right? Like this is, this no, this is, is good stuff. It's, it's called acquisition.com. It's all tangential he, to what we do. Yeah. Yeah. He, he acquires like startups or like, mm. um, you know, uh, minority stakes in companies that he believes are good companies, but they just haven't done certain things that he's really good at enough. So they're like, Oh, I don't know what to do. I guess we better just start like we're, we're at a million monthly recurring revenue. Right. Which is awesome. But it's like, they're just stuck there and they can't get out. Like, and you know, how is that a bad thing? <laughs> well, you know, it's like, well, let's say if you want to grow, cause ultimately, cause it's never going to end. Well, like yeah, the, 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 the growth, the yeah. journey is the destination. Right. So one of these days, like you're going to reach like million monthly recurring revenue. And you're like, oh, we just, we're just stagnant. We just can't go. Maybe we need to do something else. And he'll come in and look at your company and be like, no, dude, like well, what the, what's your content creation schedule look like? Oh, I do like, you know, five things a week. He's like, you need to be doing 50. Or like, oh, what's this look like? Oh, I do this much a week. Well, you got to 10X that. Like sometimes if you just like maybe make the right hires or focus on the right things and just like 10 X that the stuff that works instead of chasing the shiny objects, like your business explodes. And that's literally what he does. He buys these companies that are good companies, but they feel like they've just reached Plateau. the pinnacle. Yeah. They're like, God, there's nothing else we can do. And he's like, yo, you guys suck. Like, what are your metrics on this? What are you? And he just blows them and they like 10 X their value. And they're like, what the fuck? How? Like we thought it was done. We thought we were going to have to do another business, like add on another feature. Yeah. Like, nah, dude. So sometimes like you're in this, this valley of despair, like of suck. You're like, man, like whether you're really successful or you're like a startup trying to get off the ground. And sometimes you just have like push what works 10 times harder and you'll see success. So I don't even remember what got us on this topic. We were talking before about, we started recording. Yeah, we were, before we started recording, we were talking about, just some stuff like, you know, um, just kind of what we're seeing in the space. I think, I think it's really hard for Bitcoin companies to, to kind of, to kind of do this. I think, I think a lot of us realize we have product market fit for the most part, right? That's like one thing. And then the second thing is like how much, I mean, a lot of us share the same users or the same, same crowds, right? So you see a lot that, a lot of that in the Bitcoin company where a lot of people are sharing, you know, the, like, oh, you have this kind of reach, um, let's work together so we have both the same reach and you see a lot of that going on. So that, that works too. And for the most part, Bitcoin companies are helpful in doing that with each other. Yeah. And then there's this other part where it's just like the revenue side, right? Yeah. Uh, especially like Bitcoin revenue and then fiat revenue, like which one mm -hmm. should you be gathering? Cause a lot of the stuff that, or at least for speaking for blah, 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 the stuff that we have is just more on the fiat overhead stuff. Right. So right. like for me, it's like, okay, how do I, generate a, a, enough revenue that covers a lot of the overhead here. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, cause the Bitcoin stuff, like that's great, but you know, a lot of the times you don't want to, you want to save that Bitcoin for hackathons or for whatever you're trying to do just from Oshi side, when you think of the revenue and we can get into the products that you guys are, are launching and, um, all that kind of stuff. But when you think about revenue, how, how do you think, do you think of it more of a long-term thing? Cause you're more on the software side of things as far mm -hmm. as uh, instead of like us with the, you know, real world infrastructure stuff. Yeah. So we think about it as more of a long-term thing. I mean, our, our new product that we launched, um, it's still, you know, in the realm of Bitcoin rewards. Dude, it's really obviously. good. Dude. Thank it's you. It's really good. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, we're trying to focus a bit more on the everyday consumer instead of just on the Bitcoiners as much as we love them. 
Um, and ultimately that opens the door to a lot of new opportunities. Um, and so, you know, um, what was the question? I, I totally just, just on the revenue side, how do you think oh, yeah, through the, the revenue side? Cause dude, like I'll just go through, I'll just kind of tee it up for you. Cause like a lot of the stuff I'm looking at the plub lab loyalty. Look, dude. So let me just give out the stats. You know, we have our rewards balance right now is 549,000 sats. Uh, we have, you know, a total of 70 customers that have used us through Oshi. Uh, total purchase value is $19,845. Total SAT rewards is 831,000 SATs. Uh, total SATs claim, which is surprising. You would think like people would be like, oh, you know, uh, I don't want to claim it, but 712,815 SATs is how many, how many SATs people have claimed from Plub Lab. And so we give an average of 1% SATs back. And there's a hundred percent return rate, returning customer rate is a hundred percent right now. Right. So by me personally, car on, you know, we had talked early on about this and then getting mm -hmm. Oshi built into Plub Labs, you know, the fabric of how we invoice and all this type of stuff by us doing that, dude, up and to the right. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, and dude, by the way, uh, for people that are listening at home, if you're running a business or anything like that, definitely look at the lo loyalty. We'll talk more about it here, but, um, this has helped us uh, not only on the social media side, but also just retaining customers. Right? I, right. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I appreciate those insights. So we're going to totally like revamp the dashboard too. It's going to have way dude, more it's metrics. Beautiful. It's gonna oh, like, you're going to have more oh, metrics? Oh, like so many more oh, metrics dude. for you. Like so referral rates and like, you know, affiliates, uh, loyalty tier, whatever you want to add. So we'll have a bunch of other stuff on there that that'll be super helpful. Um, so we're excited about that. That's one of the things we're working on right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately how we, how we view revenue, we're, we're effectively like a SaaS, right? So it's like, you're going to pay monthly uh, for this. But for now, like we're just really trying to, you know, I'm somebody that really, you know, in order to really truly sell the product and feel really great about like totally shilling it, like I want to see um, results. Like I want the businesses we're working with to see, you know, results undeniably, right? And so right now we're, we're onboarding a bunch of businesses and we're just like, Hey, you know, we, we do have a 5% fee just to like load up the sats. Uh, cause you can do it with, uh, I'd rather not you, think about it to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I'm yeah, I mean, completely like, honest. Hey, like load it up, whatever. I mean, it's basically like passing on the, payment. I think you, I think you actually just top it up for us and I don't have to think about it, yeah. which is great. That's yeah, what it I automatically want. just like, yeah. go, keeps going. And, and ultimately yeah, the set it and forget it. It's really nice. It's like a little recharge. And so, um, ultimately, the more businesses we get, um, the more we'll be able to be like, oh yeah, like we helped like Beef Initiative get to a, a return customer who's like, yo, 50%. Like we have helped Plub Lab get more, more uh, not only just retention of their customers, but also acquisitions. So now there's more customer acquisition. Like they're getting customers from places where maybe they wouldn't have gotten them before because, right. you know, they're hopping on a website and they're like, oh, here's all these different like merchants that are offering Bitcoin rewards. And so that stuff has been uh, really, really helpful. And ultimately we're, we're having people earn rewards that wouldn't probably wouldn't have otherwise earned Bitcoin or even touched Bitcoin for perhaps years. Right. And they're like getting some sats and they're like, Oh, like, this is kind of cool. Like where else can I get sats? And like, they'll discover Pleb Lab or they'll discover like Claire and Fritz or like Farmer Bill's provisions or like all these different places, right. That they would have never heard of otherwise simply yeah. because now they can get rewards. And so Whenever we, again, so whenever we think of revenues for us, it's like, 
our, our first focus is providing like as much value as humanly possible to the businesses and just listening to your feedback and other business owners feedback. And like the revenue is going to come like right now we're just onboarding businesses. Yeah. We take a little cut like of the rewards that are distributed effectively, but eventually, you know, we want to look at a business and be like, Oh yeah. Like here's what we can do. Like we can in increase your customer retention. Like let's say, Oh, you run like a, you know, a million dollar, you know, recurring revenue e-commerce business, right. With Shopify. And we can increase your customer retention by 5%, which is going to increase your monthly recurring revenue by 25%. So, you know, you'll pay us 250 a month plus however many rewards you're giving out, which is effectively a marketing budget. And then, you know, you're going to get 250 K in revenue for $250 a month. Like, is that worth it to you? And then on the flip side, it's like, also you're, you're helping, you know, thousands of customers a month or more uh, take their first steps into Bitcoin and earn some sats. And those yeah. sats are going to be worth more over time. And they're likely going to spend those sats at your business whenever like their $10 in rewards is now worth, you know, 50. <laughs> it's like, where do I spend them? Ah, we're Bitcoin accepted and you accept Bitcoin. So here you go. Boom. So it's like, they get a five X on their marketing budget. Basically, let's say if the Bitcoin price goes up. So, Anyway, long, long story, but yeah, that, that's how we view revenue, providing maximum value to the business now and worrying more about, you know, the revenue stream later. Yeah, dude, I'm, I've been excited about this whole loyalty Oshi dashboard since you showed me, like, what was that? Like back in February, March, somewhere around there, yeah. April, I don't remember what date, when it was, but dude, I was just blown away, just blown away. Cause this, it, it. So during that time, because we've been testing it early and I've been giving you feedback, dude, during that time, so obviously the the Nostra dev stuff and the pleb dev stuff that the guys here in the lab make, like all that stuff is winning because they're just like, immediately they, they'll tweet out, like random plebs will tweet out be like, yo, sats back on this, on Oshi stuff. Like they love that stuff, yeah. right? Because it saves them money and they get to learn and all that kind of stuff. Right. And then the other thing just here, just on the hackerspace side, like- the it 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 keeps people in like right. like why wouldn't you want to pay your <laughs> your your hackerspace membership right. you're getting sats back like it feels good i think even uh, one of the guys said this is just too good to be true and i thought it was a scam they're yeah. like, uh, they like car is this a scam I was like no like this is this is oshi why would, <laughs> yeah. but it was just so good to be true because you know we have our our memberships here but they got back like five or whatever the amount is that we get back right 10 or I don't know what it is. Um, and then they're like, this is just, you're giving me this many sats for, for free. And I was like, yeah, yeah. that's just for, it's like a pleb lab dividend. Yeah. Know? Just for being a part of pleb lab. Like, yeah. You know, and I think like, it's really, it's really cool. I mean, the loyalty stuff has been around a while. Um, but not like this though. Let's works. be honest. Yeah. Not like this. I mean, this is different. This is an open loyalty network where yeah. the points are the sats and the, these points, these sats are redeemable anywhere. Bitcoin is, you know, um, accepted and you can save it, you know, you can withdraw them to your own wallet. Like you're not locked in to like club lab points, right? Like you can use these anywhere, yeah. right? You're not locked into like Starbucks stars or yeah. whatever. And I think, um, there is going to be this shift now, you know, it's certainly not as big of a shift as like going from this, you know, fiat currency standard to a Bitcoin standard, but it's like, it's like a step down from that, right. Where it's like this, you know, intranet of points and stars and miles and whatever to this internet 
of points and stars. It's like a similar, oh, you know, analogy point, yeah. where it's like, what is that going to unlock? I mean, I don't know exactly, but in, in the interim, it's going to unlock this, this thing where people are going to be able to discover more businesses. I think that's probably like the best thing. There's a big acquisition. Um, and you know, Hey, the more, the more you spend, the more you earn and it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's really cool, man. I, you know, kind of going back to, cause, cause the, the last time you guys had done it, had did an update, it was to the redesign of the, um, of the app. Right. Mm-hmm. And then this time completely, you know, such a forward thinking shift into how you re reimagine these type of rewards that you're talking about. Yeah. That's one thing, Michael, you've always, dude, I've always said this about you. Like you don't just have one idea. Like you have like these brilliant <laughs> ideas all the time. And like me personally, like whenever I'm thinking through stuff just here at the lab and I'm like, man, who do I need to talk to? And it's always like, Oh, let me reach out to Michael. Cause Michael will actually give me some clear delineations in my, the way I'm thinking through things, dude. Well, what, thanks man. What, yeah. what, what, what is it about? Um, what is it about uh, Oshi that, yeah, I know, I know. Cause you've been doing it for what, two and a half years at this point. Like, what is it about Oshi that, that you just get really well? Cause you know, like what, 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 what like what, I know you're a hardcore yeah. Bitcoin or stuff like that, but like, yeah. what, what is it about Oshi that really drives you? So I guess, yeah, we can take a trip down memory lane. We first started with the Oshi app and the object was to get people to spend Bitcoin like, and get rewarded so, you know, you spend, you, you use your debit or credit card and you get cash back, right? So you're using dollars to get dollars back. So we're like, ah, oh, what if you like use Bitcoin and get, and get Bitcoin back, right? Or a discount. And, you know, I mean, we, we started dreaming this up like end of 2018 or something, right? I think we started really building it like 20, started building it maybe like mid to late 2019. I don't remember exactly. Um, but ultimately... The vision was, is if you incentivize people to pay with Bitcoin, even people that aren't Bitcoiners might just pay with Bitcoin, right? Um, So I think, and I think this is something that's really important that is not talked about enough. Yeah, tell me. Uh, So it's the, the realization that we came to, which in a way is kind of obvious in hindsight, but a lot of companies fell into this trap as well. And some people I think are still falling into this trap. And the trap is effectively that all you have to do is get businesses to accept Bitcoin. And then like, people are going to pay with Bitcoin. Okay. Like Bitcoiners are going to all show up and everything's going to be great. That is not true. Okay. (laughs) We'll stop. Uh, It happens. Like people do pay with Bitcoin, but we got a bunch of businesses signed up. And we had the incentive structures in place. And of course, there's no such thing as perfection. Like we didn't do it perfectly. Like nobody's done it quote unquote perfectly. We did it like, you know, as seamless as we could at the time. Right. And the space is evolving very quickly. Right. So ultimately, like I said, we found that, you know, during the bull run, yeah, people would like go and frequent these businesses every now and again, and they would pay with Bitcoin, whether it's like in person or online or whatever, um, with, with the incentives in place, it was more helpful and it promoted these businesses and it's great. But, you know, not to sound bearish, but man, like I, I talked with somebody recently who spent some time at uh, Apple Pay, years at Apple Pay. And Apple Pay, I think, came out like, I don't know, eight or 10 years ago. Um, and it's Apple, right? It's like 
one of the biggest, if not the big, is Amazon the biggest? As know, far as like one of the biggest companies system? in the world, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. they know their shit. Um, yeah, they have a big war chest of fiat. Yeah, man. Like Apple Pay knows what's up, right? They yeah. they they dominate the world with their products, and um, you know, fifty percent of people in the U.S. have an iPhone. Ninety percent of those people that have an iPhone. Uh, have their Apple Pay wallets set up with their favorite debit or credit card. And like, you know, they're all ready to go and use Apple Pay, right? Apple Pay, you know, 10 years later, I don't know exactly when, when it started to come up, but uh, it's only about five to 7% of retail commerce in the United States. Is it really? Yeah. Only five? Wow. It's very low. Okay. And, and half the United States has an iPhone. Every point of sale can accept Apple Pay. It's clearly easier to pay with. Like you just tap. Uh, you can load up your favorite debit or credit card on there very easily. It's all super easy. And you're using just dollars and you're just using the same phone. It's already built into your phone. Boom. To tap. Right. Yeah. And like very few people consistently use it. Right. So let's just frame that. Let's think of that. Right. Yeah. So what happens whenever you have, let's say you build Bitcoin into Apple pay, right. Where it's a totally new currency. Let's say it's the same experience. I mean, it took, like I said, eight to 10 years just for five to 7% of people to use Apple Pay. And it's the biggest company in the world and it's a more seamless experience and it's the same currency, right? So all in all to say is that it's not like a Bitcoin problem per se. It's a human behavior problem. Interesting. I think for the longest time, we thought that the biggest hurdle was gonna be just getting people to understand Bitcoin, and then like providing incentives for them to use it, which surely is a lot like providing incentives. But I mean, uh, just look at Apple pay. Right. And then we think about cash app pay. I don't think very many people use cash app pay, right? Certainly less than Apple pay. As far as you mean, like inside the app itself or um, like-, like on the square terminal, Oh, I see. you can oh, actually yeah, pay yeah, with yeah, cash app yeah, on there. You- like, most merchants have it activated because it's like, why not? Right. Um, and you can pay with cash app pay. It's a QR code on the point of sale and you just scan and pay and it's super easy and it comes out of your cash app balance. And like most people have cash up on their phone and it's dollars. So that's familiar. Very few people use cash app pay. And that's, that's effectively like the most perfect Bitcoin payment experience you can think of. If you think of a QR code, at the time of payment that you just scan. Because technically, have we tried it here in the lab? Because technically you could pay with Bitcoin. You can't pay with Bitcoin. Because it doesn't ask you to send, what do you want to send? It asks, uh, does it cash? I don't out? think so. No, I think it's just cash only. But but my my point is that even if it yeah. was Bitcoin. It, no one would probably use no it. No one's going to use it. And so I just, I did a, I did a panel uh, at the grassroots Bitcoin, uh, in yeah. the Bitcoin park and. Uh, it was something that I've just really been wanting to talk about. Not like to- I was in the room. Hop, I, yeah, heard, right. yeah. I heard you. Not heard to hop you. on a soapbox, right? Yeah. But it's like- People don't want to hear just that. Just to though. let people know- People like, don't want to hear that, Michael. This is what we experienced. This is yeah. what we saw. Yeah. This is, and it doesn't mean that this is how it is. It just mean this is what we experienced. This is where we are, maybe? We, we, yeah, like this is where I believe we are. And this is, you know, the landscape here. Um Getting people to change their behavior and payments is insanely difficult. Okay. And so this absolutely went into our new product. We're like, look, we're not going to be able to convince anybody to change the way they spend money 
anytime soon. Not in this way. Of course, Bitcoin, the, the macroeconomic climate, yeah. all this stuff, all the headwinds we're facing macro, like Absolutely. there's a lot of weird shit going on in the world. And like, yeah, Bitcoin is the answer to that. And, and, you know, the medium to long-term and frankly, I think it's probably more beneficial if it happens over the long-term instead of like some crazy abrupt, like sudden hyper Bitcoinization, like that would be kind of chaotic, right. For people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, um, it's just, it's going to take longer than we think from the payment side. But so we're like, well, how can we just get people some Bitcoin without changing their spending habits, right? Like how can we just get them going and actually make it beneficial to the businesses? Because again, the businesses were eager to accept it and they were eager to do like rewards with it and everything. But we bottlenecked ourselves by saying, well, you have to pay in Bitcoin in order to do it. Or you have to download this app oh, yeah, in order to right. do it. You have to, yeah. even if we had fiat on there, that's still like a bottleneck. We're like, oh, so you have to like download this app and then you do this and you do that and then you do this. And then. so we're like, you know, let's just integrate directly in with these businesses and provide them with a superior loyalty and rewards program where their customers can earn sats and sats back effectively just by shopping at their business without changing anything they do. They still go in the Shopify checkout or the Square checkout and they tap their card or swipe their card or pay in cash or pay however the hell they want. They can pay in Bitcoin on Shopify. Great. If you pay in Bitcoin, you get an extra bonus. So that's where we're going based on what we've learned. Um, do you it, think, do, have you, have you onboarded more, uh, I guess, you know, uh, these businesses, have you onboarded more businesses this way or previously? I, w- I would imagine. I would say we've onboarded more businesses previously, but also previously it wasn't sustainable because we would onboard them and it's like, then what? So how many customers are going to come and buy from them? And ultimately like in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that many customers. Every new customer is awesome for these businesses. Cause now they're kind of like in their, you know, in their gravitational pull, right? They're like in their network. Like, Oh, I can send an email to this customer now this business and like, cause they bought from me and mm-hmm. now I can, you know, get them to buy from me again and become like a lifetime customer, which is great. Um, but you know, flipping it a little bit and now going, Hey, like every customer you have, we're going to help you, you know, nurture them and, uh, you know, get more retention and increase their lifetime value as a customer. And, um, it makes it to where, yeah, there's a Bitcoin pitch there still, but for some businesses, it's just like rewards. It's just a, a really cool rewards program yeah. where it's an open network instead of a closed one. Like no one cares about your coffee points, but everybody, especially in some Bitcoiners that which could become your new customers, care about the sats though. So it's a cool. Yeah, because you, if, you, if you, and this is just me kind of thinking through it. Like if you were to, yeah, you have this Oshi loyalty rewards platform now. So theoretically, you know, they should be coming to you wanting that the more and more you know, customers, you know, hear about it. They're going to be like, well, you know, down the street, they have like, oh, she, I get sats back with Plub Lab. Why, why don't we have it here? So it, and then it becomes like, oh, okay, well, I need to reach out and, and get that on board. And then it also just long-term, you could, you could probably leverage it in a way where let's say hypothetically like Starbucks wanted to leverage your platform. I would imagine mm-hmm. there's like some kind of API thing would be getting built. And then that just becomes a partnership. And then overnight Starbucks has, you know, yeah, you can give me stars, but I'd rather have 50. <laughs> I'd rather have sats instead, yeah. uh, you know, and then, so basically it just becomes more of that type of thing. I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, and I can see in the future, maybe Starbucks utilizing an API 
I mean, it would be cool if it was ours, but <laughs> utilizing an API to, you know, offer Bitcoin rewards to their customers. But, you know, it's probably more likely they're going to use something like Bact will come out with something where, yeah. you know, that's something that Starbucks can do on their own. But, um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah, customers are going to have the ability to decide what type of rewards. I think there's going to be a lot of businesses, some we're talking with, that that's like, do you want to offer Bitcoin rewards as an option for your customers, right? Like, that would be cool. And, you know, people are pretty receptive to it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we're going to have options to earn dollar rewards and Bitcoin rewards. Why? Yeah. Like, yeah, fiat is trash, but a lot of people still like fiat. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> like... That's cool. We can still be a stepping stone. We're really, we're really trying to be, and we always have tried to be like a major gateway to the Bitcoin economy. Like it's a stepping stone for people. Yeah. Um, so now someone can just go to, you know, a, a website, like we can go to Beef Initiative or Claire and Fritz or Farmer Bills or Renaissance. Peony Wine? We have like 30 Peony, is businesses. It, is it Peony? Yeah. Yeah. Peony Lane. Peony so, Lane, yeah. Uh, his, his site is a little more complicated. Uh, on our app, we can support that, but not directly through his site yet. What's going on, Justin? We're working on that. What's going on? We're working on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, to have your everyday customers earn some sats and then bring in new customers that already love sats and want to discover businesses. It's hard, dude. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. But it's cool. Um, so it's fun. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's very interesting. It's certainly much easier than how we first started Oshi, but again, we 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 moved this on this different path, same direction, same goal, different path. Um from what we learned. And do you, do you think as a do you think as a founder it was it was difficult to make that shift for you? Um because you had a it, I guess it was more of a sidestep, but do do you think um like, what did that teach you, I guess? Uh, any advice you could give out there to any founders in the Bitcoin space that are listening right now and said, okay, I know Michael had to make a, a sidestep here to keep going and like any advice you give out there? Yeah, I would say uh, one thing is, you know, being surrounded by Bitcoiners is awesome and like being that community, your people, but don't forget about, you know, the majority of customers and people out there um, because, you know, they're a stepping stone to profitability for your business. Uh, it's very difficult to cater like only to Bitcoiners, um, you know, because in the grand scheme of things, there's so few of them. I mean, it's great to like niche down and get really niche and everything, but, you know, our business model was always about, you know, reaching as many people as possible. Uh, and, but we really like, you know, so I just say, don't bottleneck yourself. I think a lot of times there's this, like, almost like a purity test in different Bitcoin products and mm, services. Like, yeah, oh, I, no, totally like, I don't want to collect an email. Like that would be, oh, that's like, I don't know. I don't want to do that because of privacy and all this stuff. It's like, yo, people's people that are privacy conscious are going to use a throwaway email. Like whatever, you know, like there's, there's things like that, or, oh, I'm going to do like these really fancy things, mm -hmm. which are super cool. But like how many people are actually going to use these really fancy things that you're spending a lot of time and effort. Maybe there's some tech debt there that you have to deal with to do something where it's like, why don't you just get it out there? So as many people as possible can use it. And that's where, you know, we do have some builders in the space that are building things, making, you know, these things very seamless now, like, um, Primal with Nostra, it's like 
super clean and it's because it's not meant for the hardcore Bitcoiner Noster crowd. It's like, it's meant for everyone, like onboarding people, like this next wave of like adoption, let's say, right? Right. Um, as seamlessly as possible. I think sometimes as Bitcoiners, we forget that. But during a bear market, I think it's, people remember. <laughs> yeah, people are just like, you're you're hit with the, all sorts of things and uh, you have yeah. to face those. Um, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's either that or die, right? Yeah, so I guess ultimately the advice to founders is, you know, just always keep an open mind. Like, don't worry so much about this purity test. I mean, do right, you know, build ethical companies, of course, but, you know, don't think you're too smart for your britches. Right. I mean, always, I mean, and in terms of like merchant adoption stuff, by the way, like a shit ton of companies were working on stuff like this, like strike, Ibex, open on like all these companies were really focused on this merchant adoption stuff as well. Right. And the market showed them otherwise, or it's like, Oof. yeah, you can onboard the business, yeah, but then like, there's no one there to spend it. So why does it matter? Right. And you know, you're seeing kind of like reversals and like scaling back of those different say merchant services with some really big, you know, popular, very intelligent you know, companies yeah. with market research and all this. And so I think, you know, it's easy to fall into these traps and, um, skate towards something that's not there. Yeah. Because yeah. you just don't have all the information yet. Right. Um, right. so again, businesses are always going to be willing to accept it. I think there's going to be a shit ton of businesses that are going to be willing to accept it this next cycle. It's going to be crazy. I think there's going to be a lot of businesses like really tripping over themselves to figure out ways and solutions to, to accept yeah, it. Right. So things like ZapRite would be fantastic. Like I'm probably just going to recommend uh, just about every merchant go with ZapRite, especially um, uh, I believe it's, it's a win, not if, they get different plugins for like e-commerce and stuff like that um, because you can use any service you want for ZapRite and like mm -hmm. use Strike or use Ibex or use whatever, open node. Um, yeah, I think businesses are going to be tripping over themselves, but um, I, I still don't think many people are going to be spinning it. There's <laughs> there's this interesting thing I've started noticing recently just in, this, in the startup space uh, around Bitcoin companies. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of, a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing right now, like uh, the ones that are going to be around, it seems at least here in the short term are the ones that have made themselves modular. If that makes any sense where they, they fit in perfectly. Do you, th was it always that way? I don't remember ever being that way, or maybe it was just because a lot of people that I know and startups I know got started in the bull run. So it was like, you kind of definitely had to stand out on your own. But yeah, what's your thoughts on that? Right? Is that am yeah. I seeing that right? Or is so that, by modularity, are you saying like on ZapRite you can plug in? I, with I think I think that's one example. Yeah. I think even yours is another example. I think yeah. if you look at some of these other places too, um, I know yeah, you mentioned I, I think, Ibex and Fold earlier. Like yeah, I think um, I don't know. I, I think it's just because we're still very early. Yeah, and we're still fleshing things out. Like I said, yeah. I think a lot of people got pump faked with like the Bitcoin circular economy thing. And it's almost like, you know, whenever you pump fake once, like it works really well. And then the second time it works a little less well. And then the third time, and then the fourth time, maybe you don't even bite. Um, yeah. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's like, cause even on the AI, cause I don't know that can trick you too. Cause then the next time 
you think it's just another pump fake and it's real. And I'm like, boom, yeah. you know, like things take off. Even so. on the AI side too, just seeing the AI uh, space evolve with Bitcoin and, and like Nostr and all these sorts of things. Like even there too, it's just feeling a little bit modular too as well. Like as far as the stuff that's coming out or people yeah. that are building. Like plugging in. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think it's just like. Do you think that's just like part of the bear market or. You think that's part of the bear market or you think that's just like. No, where I mean, we're headed now. Zapper and I both were effectively building that model out like from the start, you know, yeah, where it's like, true, I yeah. don't want to make all the infrastructure myself. I mean, yeah. I think some of the biggest plays, much like, you know, more traditional businesses of today, like aren't necessarily in building out all the infrastructure of like the payments infrastructure. But it makes that. you it's wonder like, why didn't open node, like why didn't open node have, you know, like why didn't they have that? from a long time. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. they were around for a really long time. Well, they built out like all the payments infrastructure, right. And like archi- um, and architecture did. And, um, if that's like the right, the right verbiage for it. But yeah, I mean, they, that was their model. It's like, Hey, we're going to help facilitate all these payments for you. Like we're actually going to process these payments for you effectively. And so, um, and that's like what it's like to be really early because you have to build it all out yourself. But the later it goes, you can be like, oh, like. Just I'm lean just, on strike. Yeah. Lean on these other. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like. What Zebedees, is, whatever. Yeah, yeah. If I'm starting my small business, Makes like, sense, am I going to yeah. have to find somebody that's building um, payment processing from the ground up? No, I'm going to use Stripe. Right. Like, I'm just going to use one of these mini, like. I mean, I, I well, imagine. don't use Stripe. You'll get rug pulled. <laughs> like, well, no, I'm saying been, that's been proven multiple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like <laughs> they if rug you're, pulled us. If too, you're a fiat normie business, yeah. then you're like, what are you yeah. going to use? Like, are you going to try to build it from the ground up, or are you just yeah. going to use something, right? So all these yeah. different services and AI services and all these different things, like they're like, yeah, I'm not going to build out my own model from scratch. Like, whoa, like ChatGPT is so far ahead. Like, we're just going to use their API and plug in, or you, maybe you can use another API for here. Or maybe you can do this and that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's. That's, that's really common in general common, yeah. now where it's like, uh, you think are you going to build out your own email services or are you just going to allow Do you think that's a sense of maturity just in our space though? Like as far as like the Bitcoin space? Now I we're, suppose. We're mature enough to where now we can build module. Module? I don't even know how to say that word. Yeah, like Build in this kind of uh, cascading way, I guess. Perhaps, I yeah. Because uh, like you're not having to build everything out from scratch anymore. Like there's already companies that have done that and they do it well or well enough to where- you can lean on them, yeah. you know? And of course, then you could say, well, that's counterpart of yours. It's like, yeah, well, if everyone's going to build out everything from scratch, like it's going to take a long time to figure out what works. I mean, again, if I had to like, if Oshi had to like build out all of our payment processes from scratch or, you know, and It'd do this, like that's why you have things right? like voltage, right? Yeah. Like you can just use voltage and use that and, yeah. and then test your ideas on the market and see what works and what doesn't. Like, oh my gosh, if we had to build all that stuff out ourselves, like, wow we might only just now be getting to the point where we test everything out. <laughs> Dude, know? that's a testament to a lot of the, a lot of the founders that are out there that have done this. Like it's, yeah. dude, that's kind of cool that we've all been able to uh, leverage each other's uh, companies in some capacity. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, and then, then that's the really cool thing is like, we can, I think oftentimes now it's like, you know, it makes it to where everything's just API driven, which is very standard for how everything works. And non Bitcoin related stuff, like it's all API driven. Isn't it something like 80% of all internet traffic is like API calls or something like oh, that? Oh, really? I don't know. It's something I, crazy. It I, I, right. I, I remember hearing that. And yeah, I mean, it's just because everyone's like just plugging into each other's stuff. And that's just how it works. And we can talk about like self sovereignty and all this stuff. But I mean, you know, this is how the world works currently. And, you know, is that's, there, that's the way you grow your business. Yeah. And 
Has there anything? Fast. Has there anything that that has surprised you this bear market? Because like we were talking earlier on the other side of the lab, and you're like, like, car we're at the, yeah, the the the, the depths of yeah. the bear. Is there anything like, that has surprised you? Uh, this mm. this this bear market, or I mean, it's been unusually long. I mean, I've only really been through. You know, my first bear market was like 2018. Um, I mean, it definitely seems quite a bit longer. Um, and I guess, you know, running a meetup, it's like, you can see like the lack of interest and in a lot. I mean, we still have, you know, between, I don't know, 40 to 60 plus people, you know, at Austin Bitcoin club and there's and other sound at 200. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, you know, I mean, if we have like someone, you know, that's really popular, they have a huge following, then yeah, maybe we can get like 130 to 150 or something. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think just, so the, the NGU is what brings people in. I mean, it's just what it is. And I think we just need to be, now building is, you know, you're building great products, keep building, like everyone yeah. keep building and it's gonna, you know, pay off during this next cycle, I think. but. Um, ultimately like people get into Bitcoin for that NGU and everything, everything that surrounds that NGU, like, oh, now like everyone's talking really favorably about it. Oh, we have this ETF. Like Larry Fink is all like Bitcoin is a flight to safety or whatever, uh, you know? And it's like, yeah, we're like, yeah, duh. But like, no one else knows that. Okay. Like no one else cares. <laughs> and once the price and no, no, it's still no one really cares. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then once the price starts going up, they're going to start caring. And then, you know, we can capture, but, um, something that, you know, has really been interesting in this bear market is just really thinking about creating sustainable business models that aren't reliant on just like NGU. So you could say mm. like, Oshi. Uh, loyalty programs for businesses like all over the world, native in their own point of sale systems or whatever, mm -hmm. super easy. Like in a bear market, it's just like uh, you get your coffee points at Starbucks or like from sats. Square or like whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like, just like that. It's like, you could just call them sats and maybe most people don't even know what that is. And like, cool. I got points. I, I do this all the time, whatever. Free points. Sign me up. In a bull market, it's like this fucking crazy thing where it's like, oh my God, you're going to give me Bitcoin? I've been hearing about this all the time. I'm super psyched about it. I might even go to a meetup too. Like that's how psyched I am about it. And I've got like a thousand sats and like, this is going to change the world. And like, you know, every, the people that just, you know, think that coming in for the first time yeah. and they're like really getting hyped. Um, so like getting to leverage that and, and the bull, but then also realizing that, you know, maybe this time's different car, but realizing that, well, there's probably going to be a bear after this and your business model like needs to uh, be able to weather that. And ideally not just like weather it from like a, like a balance sheet perspective or a fundraising perspective or a runway perspective, but like, is your product still going to be appealing in some way, shape or form? businesses or yeah. consumers during yeah. the bear run. And yeah. that's really where we tried to position ourselves learning like businesses want to give Bitcoin rewards. They're okay. They're fine accepting it, but it's like, if the customers don't care, then it doesn't matter. It's like you have an engine and it's like the business owners are the engine of the economy, but the customers are its fuel. And if you don't have people like 
you know, using this Bitcoin rewards and your engine is made for Bitcoin acceptance, then like you got to go to the shop. <laughs> like, you know? yeah. so, so, so you're saying, yeah. So you're, 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 you're basically saying like building, building yourself a sustainable business that, you know, um, can really shine during the bull market, but through the bear, it, it can also withstand the bear. Yeah. Right. Like, like yeah. you can almost look at it like, let's say the oil and gas, like things like, you know, upstream data, mm-hmm. uh, giga, um, you know, cathedral, like there's a bunch of really cool companies, Satoshi energy, where they're doing things that in the bear market, like they're still doing wonderfully. Like they're producing things of value that people are buying or utilizing in the depths of a bear market. In the bull market, it just gets that much better because their their products and services are like, you know, uh, load, what is it? Load balancing. Like, you know, they're selling back to the grid during a bear and making a shit ton of money. Or they're making equipment that oil and gas operators need to, you know, reduce their flare gas. Win-win. They don't even have to give a shit about Bitcoin. But in the bull market, you know, that gets way crazier and way more appealing for many different reasons. Whether it's like a self-sovereignty reason or like a profitability reason or a FOMO reason or whatever the reason is. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, ultimately that's that's how we do it. Like, can we as Bitcoin companies create businesses that work well all the time and work insanely well during a bull market? And I think many of us like wind up creating products that just work pretty well during a bull market, <laughs> yeah. but we're learning. We're all learning. Yeah. It's still young. The whole yeah. space is young. Like yeah. this isn't meant to be depressing. It's like, yeah. we're so, there are some amazing companies that like, are totally building amazing products like that are going to be good all the time. Yeah. I think, I think it's just, gosh, dude, it's uh, so hard to think through that and then being able to make the, the right um, decision there and then being able to skate to it. It's really, it's really tough, but it, it sounds like you guys have it um, on lock as far as like how you see it playing out which is good. That's just being a good intuitive founder. I think we're getting yeah. there, man. I mean, it, it takes every ounce. Shout out JP. I Shout out JP. <laughs> yeah. How's he doing? He's doing good. Yeah. Yeah. This was really, um, you know, I was more of the hardcore Bitcoiner whenever we first met yeah. and he is as well, but you know, I guess, the bullishness like went straight to my head as well. Like it does for all of us. And he's always been more, a little more even keeled about things, which is wonderful. So um, really this, this loyalty idea um, of a loyalty program was something that he was kicking around a little bit. And we we're always kind of like, oh, yeah, maybe like this sounds good. But like the more we talked about, the more it grew on both of us, but it kind of originated from him. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Because that. he's like, nah, like, man, like, we just need, we just need, like, to just sling these sats out and, like, let's just make it super simple for people to earn it. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a founder, sometimes it's hard letting go of that thing that you really thought would work. But so, yeah, keep, 
keep uh, keep a level head, all the founders and builders out <laughs> there, true. and just remember that most of the time, <laughs> you know, whenever you're treading in these uncharted territories, uh, you know, you're going to be wrong a lot. So yeah, always use data and feedback to determine like your course of action. It's so easy to build something that nobody wants or nobody needs or you think they're going to use it and they don't or, um, yeah, I know. I agree. I agree on all this. I get just me personally, like, you know, the plug lab thing is just like from, you know, when I took over, like in March, it was just like, I looked and assessed everything. It was like, what do we do really, really well? You know, it's just like helping builders and developers and startups and stuff yeah. like that. That's what we do really, really well. Yeah. And, and we're in a, we're in a city where we have product market fit. Right. And, but that also doesn't equate to revenue, you know, it, it you know, so like for me, it was just like, okay, how do we just, you know, amplify revenue as much as possible? But um, yeah. And I think working through this kind of bear market, you know, treading water and just like making it happen every month and all that kind of stuff, you kind of start building up a thick skin on how to do it. Uh, doesn't mean it's right, but you're building up a thick skin on how to continuously do it and still uh, also, you know, creating more builders, create, helping more developers, helping startups get pre-seed fund, like all that kind of stuff. Like for mm -hmm. me, it's like, cool. I think we've gotten that, you know, pretty good. And yeah. we're only going to get better at doing all those things just mm -hmm. because this is where our focus has been. But during the bull run, I would, I would argue, I don't know if we did any of that really, really well, or even, right. you know, cause it was just like, so it was so up in the air. But, yeah. but it did feel like we were getting a lot more attention, a yeah. lot more money than we deserve, quite frankly. Yeah, that's, that's why it's so interesting. It's like easier during the bull run and like saying it's really easy to kind of lose your head a little bit. Yeah, 100%. And think you're doing better than you really are. And I mean, that goes for, that goes for everything, but not just Bitcoin stuff. Like that's rampant, right? Yeah. So these are just like pretty, you know regular problems that people have when building businesses. And, um, yeah, it's like a unique position we're in going from some crazy high, super bullish thing to like still very bullish, but it's the depths of the bear market and it's like accelerated cycles. And it's like you age, you know, 10 years for every one year in Bitcoin or whatever. And Dude, Nostra is completely, it feels like you age every 30 days, yeah. another year in Nostra. It's so yeah. fast. Yeah. It's all so fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. That just, being said, like, you know, high risk, high reward and you know, catching these things really early. Uh, everything's moving so fast now, man. Yeah. Like for me personally, when I look at like the different segments of the, of, of now this bigger, wider kind of community in Bitcoin, it's like, you have the AI side, you have the Nostra side, and now you have like the Bitcoin and lightning side. And to me, they're all moving at different speeds when I look and try to, you know, keep up with this stuff. It's so, um, it's crazy, dude. Like mm -hmm. some of the stuff that's being built in the lab right now on the AI side, it's just like, what the heck? Yeah. And they're like showing me and I'm like, oh, so this is how you would do. Okay. And like, I'm learning just on the front lines, like how that, how that's all going to work with Noster and like Mm -hmm. crazy stuff, dude, crazy yeah. stuff. When you, when you think about Oshi long-term, are you, are you looking at any of like the Nostra stuff or any of the AI stuff or like, you know, even some of these, like some of the lightning stuff that's coming in? Yeah, you bet. Um, you know, in terms of Nostra, we're thinking about different like affiliate programs and mechanisms for once again, like the hardcore, like again, how, 
how how big is it going to be with the everyday consumer? Probably not very <laughs> right now, right? Yeah. That's the thing you always have to think about. Um, but it would be really freaking cool to like just put put in your in pub and um, become like an affiliate, You're like a DM with a special affiliate link for a particular business, and you can share it around, and you get. Mm -hmm. Sats commission like sent straight to your lightning address. Make like an Oshi your, army on us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, things like that we're we're kind of, you know, we're we're talking through. Yeah. Um and yeah, because again, it, it's it, like it, we I I guess one thing, like as a founder, like there's been a lot of maturing. And I think a lot of founders in Bitcoin have like matured. You think so? Yeah, I mean, who's I matured? I don't. I, I just have, think, I haven't matured at all. No, nah, man. Like you, 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 like you know, probably become a bit more pragmatic with your approach. Like yeah, whenever, whenever people are like, oh, well, why hasn't why hasn't Square like implemented Lightning payments on their point of sale? It's probably because they they'll lose their Visa partnership. I would well, imagine. Well, it's like they just know that. Oh, you think is, it's the is ladder? the juice oh. worth the squeeze right now? You think it's the? You actually think it's the latter? You think it's the ladder, that's probably as the far ladder, as like it's because no one would use it? The latter would be, yeah. I mean, I think it would be they've talked, of course. I mean, they had to have talked internally and they're like, man, should we do this? this I don't know. So cool. I think it would be more because I, you know, I'm not going to dox anybody, but I've had some talks with like some Visa and PayPal people, you yeah. know, during workshops and stuff. I would imagine it has more to do with them actually losing Visa or, or Amex or some something there. Like, you don't want to bite the hand that feeds kind of thing, I would imagine. And there would probably be need to be some massaging. Perhaps, but I, but you think I mean, it more nobody, has to do with adoption? Yeah. Nobody would use it. <laughs> bearish, dude. You're so bearish, Michael. I mean, when it's, you know, it's like now, now going back to what I was talking about Apple Bay earlier in the EU and like Australia, they were more used to NFC stuff. Like Apple Pay adoption yeah. was way higher there than it is. So, you know, but then you're still running into the problem. It's like an entirely different currency. If it's yeah. Bitcoin and Lightning. So, um, you know. Okay. So, you, so you're saying you're saying that yeah, even if they did, they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I mean, because yeah. and then there's like poor press. There could be poor press. It's like oh, like I think I think isn't Square. I thought someone told me recently, like, isn't Square one of the most shorted companies, like behind Tesla? Shorted as far as like yeah, like people like. You know, the or bearish on it, like anything that Square really? does. Yeah, kind of like Tesla. Like, oh, they, but it, but isn't Elon Musk talks and like trying is, to isn't it connected down. to Cash App and everything? So aren't they making like bazillions on uh, the? Yeah, I think it's a really side? really good and healthy company. But also, you get a lot of haters through that, right? And so, I, mm -hmm. my understanding is that it's a heavily shorted company. So there's always like people that just are looking like they just want to stick knives in the back of square, like any chance they can get. So it's like, Oh, they did Bitcoin. What a risky move. And like, everybody wants it to fail. Like I don't know. Everybody I, wants I it to fail. I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm thinking of square and cash app as the same thing, but even wow, I feel like yeah, I saw, a, I feel like I saw a stat the other day that said cash app is like one of the top two apps by Zennials or whatever they're called. Yeah. Like, you know, no, no, no. cash app is doing amazing. I so is square. Like I'm just saying people love to hate. Unlike companies that are doing, yeah. like, people love to hate on Tesla. People love to hate on Square. Yeah. People love to hate on these companies. Yeah. Um, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, and and so like, what if they what if they just totally flopped? And we're like, yeah, we released our reports of uh, Lightning usage, and there was like, you know, basically on average, like each business got uh, one payment a month, and it's like, 
you know, maybe they spent a lot of money making this and doing this. Oh, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> did you check out the River Lightning Report? Did you see that last week that came out? I did, out? yeah. Did you I read saw some it of it. I did. I, but, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of payments. Yeah. But uh, I... You wonder I, if that translates to actual... Yeah, I mean, what is it, like one cent transactions? I yeah. Mean, is it streaming sats? Like, is it uh, people sending like one sat a minute or a second on fountain or like, and you know, well, I, I think they had certain companies they looked at, but I, yeah, I, I know what you're trying to say. A yeah. bear car. No, you're not a bear. I'm just it's trying just to you're, be, you're being realistic about I'm it. I'm trying to be yeah. realistic slash yeah. like, I guess just ra- really just, yeah, just rational, rational about, about it. it. Like I'm, I'm a rational optimist. I'm super bullish on all things, Bitcoin, lightning, amazing companies, yeah. building amazing things in the space. It's absolutely maturing. Yeah. It's absolutely getting like, better to use, easier to use. Like everything's 100%. great. Like everything's great, man. Um, but I think we just really need to <laughs> keep a level head yeah. and realize that we got to build just great products. Um, and I love the people that are creating like these super pure Bitcoin, pure products and services that are like pushing people's like imaginations forward and pushing the self-sovereignty That's- thing forward. All yeah. that stuff is amazing. But if you're like a company that yeah. needs to appeal to a larger audience, just keep it, you know, I, I would say with simple, I would say with the OSHA rewards thing, you definitely have captured wonder. Like, like, like that to me is always a, a tell sign on like good founders and, and, and like the ones who end up, you know, standing the test time is like, are they capturing wonder? And what I mean by that is like, do they give the user or the, the client, whoever it is, the chance to like, whoa like a wow yeah. moment, like, a, uh, like, cause that's what it really matters. It's like the emotional connection that you have to these things, to these brands, yeah. to all this stuff. And I will say, when they get that sats back. That is wonder. It's like, whoa. Yeah. I, 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 I like there's a, there's a, uh, a dopamine thing. Right. And like Keon has that with Snacker news where it's yeah. just like a dopamine effect when you see that lightning bolt. Oh. So there's something about building that into the product. And some people are really good at it and some people are really terrible at it. And then some people just like copy others. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's always the ones who originate these, these wondrous, uh, you know, implementations. It's always like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We'll eventually have to start uh, doing surveys on some of our users uh, because about half of them are withdrawing their sats. Um, and that's really interesting because very few of them are Bitcoiners. Like I'm almost really? sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We don't have like a whole lot of Bitcoin specific companies on the majority of um, the sats that are being distributed aren't like Bitcoin companies. Mm-hmm. They're companies that are maybe like, you know, have talked about Bitcoin before or maybe even not at all. So to have these companies like reward customers, everyday people with sats, and then those customers, about half of them will like withdraw those rewards right away. Presumably that's their very first lightning transaction. Uh, oh, so probably saying, their yeah. very first They probably Bitcoin. don't even have a wallet. Yeah. Yeah. So where, where are they? Cash app, wallet of Satoshi oh, okay. Moon is what we like recommend right now. And again, just because cash app is familiar, it's easy for people. They probably already have cash app on their phone and they trust it. Uh, we're seeing like kind of like a, right now, I mean, arguably you could say, oh, we should have Phoenix on there instead of Moon. But I mean- Phoenix, you still need like a channel open fee sort of thing, which is problematic if someone's earning like 3,000 sats and it's going to cost them 3,000 sats to open a channel. There's something to be said about having too many options too as well. Exactly. So yeah, right now so- we're like Cash App, Moon, Wallet of Satoshi, and there's kind of like a split, maybe like 30 
you know, maybe like a third in each. Like, What's the are, most used wallet? Is it just Wallet of Satoshi that's the most used wallet right now? The most people have been using Moon. Okay. That's the one we list second. Oh, you can watch that. Okay, cool. So you know more or less like what's the... Yeah, because we can see like to? the node ID. Okay. Like the destination. Where it's headed. Node, like, and all that stuff's public moon. anyway. Like, yeah, exactly. So we, yeah. we can see like where they're sending out to. Interesting. Um, which is cool because then that can kind of help us measure like, wow, like a lot of people are using Moon. Jeez. Which is fine right now because the fees are low. Or like and, one sap per bike. And you guys would never, because didn't the old, didn't the, didn't Oshi have a wallet at, at some, I, yeah, thought, that, like, I thought there, there is like a, a rewards wallet. It's a rewards wallet, right? Yeah. But yeah. It, could I, I, have, I could send through there, couldn't I? Yeah. Okay. Well, you can't send into it. You can only withdraw your rewards. I can only withdraw. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Interesting. Y'all wouldn't make yeah. a wallet, right? No, I mean, we would, we would rather just, again, it's like one of those things, yeah. like, why would we build our own? Like, yeah. why don't we just, we would just, let's just like use, Mutiny or something, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that would that would be cool. Like, that's interesting though that the the amount of you, yeah, because at some point you'll be able to figure out like the human behavior part of it, as yeah. far as like on the business side, and then like the whole flow to get to the withdrawal side and how yeah. that ends up. Yeah. So at some point, like, oh, she's gonna have a lot of a lot of uh, this. I know, I trust you. They're gonna have a lot of interesting <laughs> data about how yeah. people businesses, customers, right. clients potentially get onboarded and be able to tell that story from beginning to end with both bookends. It's interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Very interesting. Because again, we we want to be a gateway. So what does that look like? Well, people earn sats almost unbeknownst to them. Like all of a sudden they just get an email and says, hey, you earned some sats from this business. And they're like, oh, freaking cool. Like, oh, hey, you're in this mm -hmm. loyalty tier and here's a referral link where if you refer friends and family to this business, you're going to get, you know, 10% commission and Bitcoin rewards, or you're going to get a 5%, you know, lifetime commission. Every customer you send to us, like every order they make, you're going to get 5% commission on their purchases and sats, you know? And then they're like, Oh, that's, that's cool. They earn some sats. And then immediately it's like, well, what do you, what do I do with these things? You know, of course you can save your sats, but Oh, you yep. could also like go to Zebedee and like see different, you know, Gaming options, you can play games that are more sats, or maybe you can go to like the Bitcoin company and spend some sats and you can go here and there. Oh, here's a Bitcoin debit card you could use with Fold, like if you want to earn more sats. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we really want to be a gateway. We're not trying to create this super closed walled garden thing at all. We we're trying to create a great product for businesses so that their consumers can earn some sats. And then those consumers are ultimately going to be like, what is all this Bitcoin stuff? Like how, where else can I earn more uh, sats? And that's, you know what? I just had a great idea right now. You were talking through all that. Have you ever thought of, and I'm pretty sure you already have this on the roadmap because you're thinking about this stuff. You ever thought about like, let's say like they get sats back, mm -hmm. you know, one of the customer gets sats back. It'd be cool to have an option where I can be like, send like 75% of these sats to my mom, to her email yeah. address. And then you orange bill two people instead of one. That's a good idea. Yeah. That'd be really cool. It's like, do you want to split these sats? Like with prism, somebody? prism out the, uh, prism out <laughs> yeah. the rewards. Just an yeah. idea. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. sorry, JP, another thing <laughs> yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. build out. No, I, mean, I think that's cool. a cool idea. Cause then you're not only orange pilling the person that bought the thing, but you're like, like, let, let's say like, I can think of my sister, right? My sister would right. like, you go use whatever. And then she like, you know, 
pays there and then she gets an email and then she says like, well, I don't want this, but I know car does. Let me just send these cents over to car. Or yeah. she's like, I don't want this, but maybe, you know, a coworker of hers wants it. And then she sends it over to, yeah. to them instead. Or maybe she does a split. Let me send 50 to my brother because I don't want it, but I'll send it over to my coworker to onboard yeah. them. It's just interesting. An interesting idea. Be, I don't know how the flow would work or what the UI would look like, but it would maybe just like enter an email and then it, it gets sent out to both. That yeah. is interesting. I'm thinking yeah. of some things now. In my I, head thought, I thought you would have had that uh, on your roadmap, but uh, no, I mean, we, I had somebody the other day talk to me about what if, you know, yeah. What, what if I could send somebody a referral link to a product or service but they don't even really want the sats. So like, let's say whenever you refer somebody, like you get 10% of their purchase and then they get 10% back as well. He said, well, what if just all 20% went to me, you yeah. know, cause they don't want the sats. Like, It'd be yeah. interesting to do that. I, said, I just said, well, they could always just send them to you though. Yeah. Like you could always just claim the sats like as an individual, uh, like your mom could claim the sats yeah. and then like send them to you. Hey, car, I got these sats. I knew you would like them here. I'm going to send them to you. You but, know, But for her, an email address would probably be easier. Yeah. You know, because she knows yeah. how to send an email. Yeah. yeah. She but, can always just like send you the link though, you know, like oh, the unique true. link. So it's all, but I mean, we could always put something there. It's like, just share this, like share this link, share with a friend and like give them the sats. Sure. Here you go. Boom. But yeah, there's, there's you know, there's, there's a lot of possibilities. There's, there's I like it though. I like where you're thinking. I mean, there's certainly Prisms. possibility. Prism the world, I say. No, I'm just Prisms. Yeah, see, that's where it starts getting starts getting complicated. But yeah, you're right. Though. I mean, uh, that would be neat. There's going to be so many cool things. Yeah. So. What do you got? What do you got lined up for the rest the rest of the year uh, with Oshi or just you know personal stuff like that? Yeah. So um, with Oshi, um, we just want to make it a beautiful product for merchants. So like we talked about the dashboard. Mm-hmm. Um, give merchants more analytics so they really get a feel for how this is helping their business, exactly how it's helping their business. Like, have I gotten more referrals? Have I got more social media engagement? Have I gotten more like this, that, the other? Like, is my retention up? Like, is my acquisition like firing on us? Like, am I getting new customers I wouldn't have otherwise had? Like, you yeah. know, what's going on? Um, so really getting those metrics, it helps the product to sell itself as well. Um also helps the business side to justify it too, as well. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, from there, um, really getting this open loyalty network going. So whenever you earn from a business, there's going to be um, a showcase of other earning opportunities. Oh, cool. So you can just easily like, oh, like, where can I earn more? Oh, here's some other cool businesses that are, you know, different, but I might be interested in, mm-hmm. or I can earn more sets. So really, like this cross pollination where. Each business that joins our loyalty network, um, you know, their customers are also going to discover other really interesting businesses that are also offering Bitcoin mm-hmm. rewards. So it's in a way, it's like allowing these small and medium-sized businesses to kind of join forces and create their own loyalty network that could rival that of like Starbucks or rival that of like Target or Walmart mm-hmm. and all these like massive loyalty networks that are like Walt Gardens because yeah. this company is so massive. Now you have this kind of like army of businesses that are offering a universal reward point with this army of consumers that want that universal reward point. Um, and I think it's really exciting. So really flipping that switch, turning that on and uh, eventually we'll, we'll build out, you know, 
a new a new app entirely, uh, progressive web app and like iOS, Android, everything. So, and that oh wow, so then theoretically you could just they could just onboard themselves into this kind of rewards platform. I would imagine, right? Yeah. So, and you know, even if we didn't have a an actual like app store app, yeah, they could just click a link and then boom, like they get to see all the offers, they get to see, they get to interact with it. Um, which I think really needed. It's needed badly. Yeah, um, for sure. You don't want it to have somebody like to have to go through the, a certain channel with friction just to like see what you have to offer. Right. So absolutely. Yeah. An army of, of affiliates. Yeah. You know, Yeah. <laughs> so. this way, uh, Larry Fink can, you know, you know, sign up too, if he wants to. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Get him on. Yeah. you